Good morning. On this episode of the Kindred 360 podcast, we have Nikita News. Nestor brings a verse. We have a new feature, and we're going to discuss Easter. Let's go. You're listening to the Kindred 360 podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rod Idol, Matt Smith, Lindsay Terry, and Chris Moore. The Kindred 360 podcast is an extension of Kindred Church in Midlothian, Virginia. At Kindred, we help people find their purpose. We believe that God designed us to be surrounded by others who love and care for us. We call this your tribe. We invite you to be part of our tribe today, so enjoy the fun, inspiration, and introspection all in today's episode of Kindred 360. Now, Pastor Rod Idle. Morning, everyone. Good hey, morning. Boss. Good morning. It's good to see you all. How are you guys doing today? Great. Good. Fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. Man, we got some Nikita news coming. We got some fun facts. Fun, fiery facts. Fun, fun fiery. fiery. You threw in wow. another one. All right. We got Nestor the mailman. We got some good stuff coming today. I'm excited to hear from Matt starting out a new, um, maybe something that we'll do on 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 a regular basis. We'll see. We'll have yeah. to let the listeners let us know if this bombs. Yeah, okay. That's good. <laughs> I'm fair if you want them to be your judge. That's cool. <laughs> Actually, um, I don't. They'd everything be like, that's lame. Big week this week, Easter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Super Bowl Sunday for church, right? I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, that's a big, big week. Lindsay was talking to me on the way over here today about some new music she's doing with the praise team. Man. Awesome. She gave me some of the lyrics of some of the songs. I can't wait to hear them. Mm. It's going to be a great week. It's always my favorite Sunday. It's always a very tiring Sunday, um, but uh, it'll be a great, great day. Now, you remember a few years ago, um, by the way, when we did the uh, number 200, we said we mm-hmm. wanted to have 200. Yeah. Yeah. We, we originally said 150. And Lindsay came in and said 300. <laughs> so we, we kind of brought her down to 200. And you remember what we had? Exactly 200. On the dot. Right on the nose. nose. That was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We had had two services at that little building over there. Um, Fortunately, we're in a building now. We don't need to have two services. So uh, I didn't put a number out there because all this COVID stuff, have no idea. Um, We're creeping back up close to 100 people again. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's pretty good. Um, But I didn't put an Easter number out there. I remember saying last year, I will never do this, or two years ago. It was too stressful. It was too stressful on me. (laughs) That's because if if people weren't there, when we started our first service, we had what? 15 people or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, this is going to be bad. And people just kept trickling in until I think we finally had about like 70 folks in the first service. Yeah, the second service was Second one was big. Yeah. 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 But uh, remember when even our old landlord allowed us to use that one room upstairs remember that that's right she didn't usually show any kindness yeah (laughs) and she decided that weekend to show some kindness that was great so it was a good time then of course last year on easter remember it was all online that's right that was weird wasn't it yeah (laughs) i still think that song that Lindsay put together with all the that was really cool. Was that with the different squares of different people? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was that was way cool. That was really one of the neatest things um, during our online extravaganza that we had for those, what, 12, 13 weeks, whatever yeah. it was. But I just remember Easter being so weird, mm-hmm. you know, not being there and, and not being all together. That was so strange. But this year we're back. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited about it. I hope you are too. We're going to have some... Uh, great things for the kids. Um, We're going to have some great fellowship stuff out front. And um, we're even going to have some, for our guests, a new mug, right? We're giving them something a little bit different than we did. Yeah, real nice mug. Yeah, really cool. So I'm excited about it. We're going to do some new and fresh things at the church. And uh, if you're listening to us, you keep us in mind. We're having one service on Easter at 10 o'clock. It's going to be a great, great day. Well, to get us kicked off today... We are going to be revisited by our favorite news anchor, Nikita. Nikita, let me turn it over to you. Hi, Rod. How are you? I'm good, Nikita. Good, good. So today, a 15th century bowl sells for $35 at a yard sale, but then later sells for hundreds of thousands of dollars in the case of the missing poopery at the woman's kindred bathroom. These are your headlines. (laughs) This is Nikita with Kindred 360 News. Wow. Wait, the, the missing what? Poopery. Poopery. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. Yep. Wow, those are heavy hitting stories. 
I bring the hard news. You Rod. do. I man. do. Did you go into like war zones to get those? I did. Crazy it, stuff. It was kind of stinky, but I held uh, my nose. Good but. job. Wow. That women's wow, bathroom wow. is a war zone. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. I like your orange shoes. Thank you. Yeah. They go, they go well great with your with shoulder that. pads. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> with your shoulder pads, you could be on the football field. And so the rough. I, like, I like how she does the sign off in the headlines. She did the sign off and we're going into the stories. That's why I'm trying to stall to figure out how to get back into the stories now. You know, this is what low budget gets you. Yeah. Those yeah. are my headlines. Um, you know what? If our director was here, he would have yelled. All right. But we don't have a director. So, all right. Let's go back to you, Nikita. And okay. why don't you not just do the headline, but let's do the stories following. Okay, cool. All right. All let's right. go. So first story. Uh, an exceptionally rare 15th-century porcelain bowl made in China turned up, turned up at a Connecticut yard sale and only sold for just $35. And it sold off Wednesday, March 17th for... You guys want to guess? Didn't you already tell you us? You just said, and I've already <laughs> forgot. Hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars. Oh, okay, wait. $600,000. A little bit more. I think it's eight. $700,000. You're close. Eight hundred thousand. Come down. Seven hundred fifty thousand. We're playing hot and cold in elementary <laughs> school. What are we doing? Holy cow! This could go on for a couple hours. All right, seven hundred and twenty-two thousand. Wow! How'd you like to be? How'd you like to be that yard sale guy? Oh my that sold god! Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, miserable. That's oh. a pretty Kill good profit. Me. I would just left everything there and be like, "Bye." Yeah. <laughs> Take my money and leave. Yeah. I, wow. So it's a small white bowl. It has cobalt blue paintings of flowers and other designs, and it's only one of seven such bowls that exist in the now world. Now, I want you to wow. know, because wow. you just seven. described it, all of us are going home and finding a small white bowl. <laughs> That's right. We're going to get some blue paint. We're going to try to paint flowers. Okay. And say, this is from yeah. ancient China. <laughs> Here's a question. Did anybody find anything from their grandparents or relatives that was like, like, oh, my gosh, how do you have this? Like, my mom has a ball. A baseball that's signed with all the Red Sox. Wow! In the like early '80s, where and two of them are like huge, and like she's got it. To That'd be day. Carl Yastrzemski, probably one of them. And, uh, I don't know. Pete Rose, I think, was on there. Uh, he didn't play for the Red Sox, uh, but he played for the Reds. 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 Okay, so somebody. But anyways, that's like. Does anybody have anything like that? No, I, I don't. You know, if I, I don't do, have, I don't like, know about memorabilia it. or anything. But like, you know, when my dad passed away this past fall, my mom gave me two pairs of glasses from my grandpa and they're the round spectacles with just the wires my grandpa was born in 1882 so they had those and he gave me his straight edge razor oh wow um and so the that straight edge razor and those glasses are over 100 years old and um so she gave me those but i don't have like memorabilia unless i got it like for or Brad, like a spoon or something like that. Like, yeah, I don't have I don't have anything like that. But I got like a football signed by Peyton Manning for when Brad was in the hospital. He came and visited Brad at the hospital. That's cool. Yeah, I got a Kobe Bryant basketball signed for Brad when Brad was um, out west. Um, I got a lot of stuff for him, but as far as something finding a baseball signed by you know the Babe Ruth or whatever, nah, never did. My kids should go on the internet and search for these things for me. You know, they should do stuff like that, but they don't. Um, I don't want to bring that up because that's a whole show, and we're going to do that our next show, about how our kids disappoint us. <laughs> or embarrass us. Or, or embarrass us, us. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. Well, thanks, Nikita. That's no a problem. good story. Now, you got an interesting one here because it gets a little personal. It gets about Kindred Church. It does. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> so... So uh, there's been a poopery. You guys know what a poopery is. We actually call it potpourri, but I get it. I get it because it sits on the toilet. <laughs> or bowl bouquet if Our it's off bowl brand. Bouquet, yeah, if it's off brand, <laughs> it still does the job. <laughs> it's a real one. It's a real one. It's fantastic. So it's been missing for the past month or so. It just we put it in one Sunday. The following Sunday was. Gone. Are you the one that's put all that stuff in there? Yeah. Because I asked Matt one day, I said, where do we get all this poopery? Is uh, your poopery missing? The uh, hand sanitizers. It's empty. Hey, but let me tell you. empty in like a week. Well, I let me tell you why. Used it like no. an air freshener. Let me an tell you why. Is because Matt had chili one day. 
Because I, I don't want an Hawaiian. I know. And he just took Ooh. the spray bottle off and just, <laughs> just it. Just it was it was well used. It was necessary. Yeah. It saved the porcelain. I will say that. <laughs> it did, right? But it freshens the air. But um, Mike, I think we have a clip. Let's roll that clip. I first noticed the poopery missing a long time ago when I brought in poopery, not for myself because I don't poop, and it was gone within two weeks. We brought in another one just as a courtesy, right? And it was gone the very next week. Borrower of the poopery, you're overdue. It's time to bring it back. Wow. Lindsay, I didn't know you were the poopery guardian. I feel really strongly about this. Yeah. I also didn't know you didn't poop. That's interesting because I remember changing a few diapers. Well. <laughs> Those were fake. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's hard-hitting news right there. Well, I think we have one more clip. Oh, we do? We oh. have one she more clip. She did multiple interviews much, for this. I was, story. It How was hard. Reporting? It was. I was sweating. Like I was. I did some hard work. <laughs> I really did. Don't. Is there anything you would like to say to the pooperator? I mean, <laughs> if you're out there, please, just, we just want it back. Please bring it back. No questions asked. Who is it? Olivia. Olivia. Please just bring, no questions <laughs> asked. <laughs> Olivia. That's funny stuff. Oh, my word. I tell you, we've caught, there's a scandal at Kindred. There is. We've been talking about it for weeks. We have been. <laughs> Wow. And, and okay. Mike was like, let's get it on there. I said, okay. Wow. okay. Solve this. This is, yeah, let's this solve is embarrassing. Problem. You stole it. But what are we talking about? You don't know what poopery is? <laughs> no. It's oh a my spray. God. If you're what, like, what I know I'm going to poop, it's a little spray. You spray, you the, spray toilet, the toilet, then you go to the water, bathroom, and then you go potty, and it, kills and it doesn't smell. That's cool. So I've no never one knows you poop. That before ever. Yeah, we noticed. We always know. What's. What's the difference between that and like Glade air freshener? No, no, no. no. That masks the smell. Poopery, it oh doesn't smell. You spray right this in the bowl. turning right into a commercial. Wow. <laughs> this is a lot. This is a sponsor of ours. Poopery. Not yet. We'd like to thank you Not for yet. being a Who did we say last week? Who did you say Aldi? last week? Aldi. 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 Not yeah. yet a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, not All right. yet. Not a sponsor. That was funny. <laughs> that was. All right. Well, thanks, Nikita, for sharing that. Appreciate you bringing us that hard hitting. We'll keep our eye out for the. Poopery. The poopery thief. Um, yeah, the poopery thief. I think it's interesting. My money's on Eli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leave it to Eli. Yeah. <laughs> Eli's the, the one that's locking the, the doors. And <laughs> I'm sure he's doing a lot of other things in there that I don't even want to know about. But anyway. All right, Nikita, thanks so much for sharing with us. No problem. Hey, our next feature is one of our favorites. Nestor the Mailman. So let's turn it over. Hey, Nestor, give us that verse. Hello, Kindred 360 family. This is Nestor, your mailman, with a special delivery. With Easter just days away, let's take a glimpse of the future and see the Lord receiving the earth's authority given to him. Starting at Revelation 5, verse 6. Then I saw a land that looked as if it had been slaughtered, but it was now standing between the throne and the four living beings and among the 24 elders. He has seven horns and seven eyes, which represent the sevenfold spirit of God that is sent out into every part of the earth. He stepped forward and took the scroll from the right hand of the one sitting on the throne. And when he took the scroll, the four living beings and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Each one had a harp and they held gold bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song with these words. You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seals and open it. For you were slaughtered, and your blood has ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have caused them to become a kingdom of priests for our God, and they will reign on the earth. Amen and amen. Until the Lord returns, press on. Wow. Thanks, Nestor. I appreciate it, buddy. Always good hearing from you. And uh, I know Nestor will be there on Easter Sunday. I'm anxious to hear what he has to say about the Lord on Easter Sunday. He gets yeah. so jacked, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Man, yeah. he gets so excited. I love talking to him at church. <laughs> it's awesome. Thanks, Nestor. Well, we have a new feature, all right? And we kind of came up with this as staff meeting the other day, right? When we were talking about, man, let's try to do something different. And uh, I was actually talking about um, devotion and, and what we were going to discuss. And I said, you know, maybe I should look up 
um, you know, the story of the Easter Bunny or whatever, things like that. And we came up with this. I don't know how it evolved into this, but I love the idea. Yep. And that is Matt is going to share with us today some fun, fiery facts about Easter. Matt, let me turn it over to you. That's right. I went through and I thought about some of my favorite things. And so I'm going to ask you guys some questions. We'll see how close you can get to some fun, fiery facts. <laughs> Number well, you one, still do the uh, same voice as Hot, hot Topics. Hot, fiery facts. facts. <laughs> 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 no, I'll just I'll do Topher. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I have some fun, fiery facts. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's pretty good. You two are too much alike. It's really <laughs> I getting hey, get, scary. I just want to say, we talked about it yesterday, but you were hilarious on the last episode, and <laughs> I didn't know you had that level of humor in you. Oh, thank you. Like, oh. it was fantastic. I knew he did after fantastic. I saw the cooking video. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. comic genius. Yeah, good job. Good. All right, well, anyway, so here we go. First fun, fiery fact there is a go. question. Let's start thinking about some candy. I was thinking through the Easter things that are beloved to us, and you got to start with candy, right? And so I went on the Jelly Belly Jelly Bean website. Maybe Jesus. Ooh, maybe yes. Jesus and resurrection. <laughs> but keep going. But oh, none after of- <laughs> Jesus, candy, naturally. No, none of that. No, none of that. But anyways, uh, <laughs> hey, last year, enough Jelly Belly Jelly Beans, when put end to end, uh, were consumed to circle the earth. How many times do you think it circled the earth? Seventy. What? I don't know. Why How many not? Jelly Belly Jelly Beans were Seven. eaten? Seven. Why to- not? I'm going to go with seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, thought, I don't like jelly beans. They're gross. What? Yeah. I like the little ones. You're gross. Two. <laughs> I say I say it's circled as seven times. All right. What do you think, Tober? Two. The answer is My answer. five times. Or not. Fun, fiery fact. That's pretty close. Hey, That's listen. Close. There was a lot of jelly beans eaten during COVID. Let's just say that. I, I wonder one. I want to know what it was Dude, the year before. I that. love those little ones. That? Those mini ones that you can get all they different count flavors. Them, and yeah. then they I love those. Take how yeah. you know hey, uh, hey. the circumference, the circumference of, the of the earth. By how oh my big gosh, a jelly you gotta explain this. Explain he it. asked. Oh, I know. Figure don't. It out later. Oh my god! Right now his head's going to explode. We don't want to get put that much into it. I think you just made that end to end, and then they measure it. But how did they get it? Oh my gosh. How did they put them all? If they've been eaten, on the other side consumed. of the world, how did they get them to stay on? Don't do people have to regurgitate them? Isn't the earth flat? How does it go around the. Just kidding. <laughs> oh <my laughs> just kidding. God. That's a total joke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyone want to take a guess at what the most popular flavor of Jelly Belly Jelly Bean is? Tutti there Fruity. only ever been two. Tutti Fruity. Mm. Popcorn. That is the second one. Really? What oh, is the top flavor? That's gross. Cream soda. It is very cherry. Very cherry. And popcorn? Okay. Buttered popcorn. And buttered. I love Ew. it. I don't I like that. It. Let's wait. I'm, I'm oh, I love one them. Who I would like right. buttered like popcorn. Matt, after this, we're heading to the mall and getting some jelly beans. <laughs> I love jelly beans. Just a giant bag of them. Don't Matt, you, let's pull don't them out. Don't you remember I don't like gummy we, things. the very first parts of the, doing our, uh, the podcast, we ate the, we did the sour ones. Oh, the sour ones. Oh, yeah. you didn't do the Harry Potter ones? Mm-hmm. But listen to I me. I didn't do that. We're leaving here and going getting jelly beans. Let's go get some. All right. And let's tell them they're going to be so excited, and it's literally going to be a custom bag with all of those all little popcorn. yellow ones. <laughs> all popcorn. <laughs> Enjoy, guys. I want just popcorn. <laughs> all right. Anyways, hey, when I think about Easter, you know what I think of? Jesus. <laughs> I do think of Jesus and singing to him. <laughs> yeah. I and also so, think of. <laughs> I also think of. No, I do. I, I think of uh, Easter music and on sun, uh, Easter Sunday. And so, anybody want to guess? Uh, a few days before Easter and on her 60th birthday, Nina Erslinger from Norway set a record for the longest church organ marathon. How long do you think this lady played the organ? How 74 many hours. Contestants are there in this? In the running. That's an interesting thing. 74 hours, I'm guessing. She was 60. (laughs) 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 That's very important. What what color was her hair? How was her fluid intake? I want to know what her energy level is, okay? Is she she able to drive? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Was she right handed or left handed? Sorry, whatever your name is, I can't remember. Urslinger. Urslinger. Sorry. What is she it? She played. Wait, I didn't guess. Oh, dear Lord. Please, 36. Chris Jr. <laughs> <laughs> 
36. Um, are we guessing hours? Seconds, minutes, or hours, or days? Days. Seven days. Min- uh, hours. She played for 60 hours, one minute, and 25 seconds. I said 74 days. She's right? like, and you know, uh, on site reporters uh, share that the response to it was about the same as Rod Sermon's. They, were they loved them. They were amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you thought going. I was going to sneak in a joke. I no. did. It was funny, though. It was funny. <laughs> you thought of that one on the way over here. I sure yeah. did. I was like, I'm making a joke. All right. Hey, uh, it's it's all about the sunny, not the bunny, but we got to talk oh. about rabbits. The sun, not the bun. Uh, and so anybody want to take a guess at the what the, the Guinness World Record is for the longest living rabbit? Three What's feet. their average? <laughs> oh my God! This, White this or is brown? Like I want to make an educated make guess. guess let's move. I'm saying 17 years. I was gonna say, what's their average no, lifespan? How long is it? I said three feet. He said three feet. Oh, how long? Not how long they're alive. No, how, no, how, no literally, yeah. how three big feet? is this? Thing? Like if you stretch oh. them out. Are we yeah, talking no, bunnies or hairs? I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say five and a half. Now we're splitting hairs on words. Ah, splitting oh hairs. Oh my God. Five and a half. Five I'm going to go feet. with six. Dang, these That's are big. big I'm going to go seven. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed. Now I feel like this is underwhelming. It was a. It's four foot three inches. All right, you're close. Okay, that is close. amazing, and it's a. It's a Flemish wow. giant rabbit. Ew. <laughs> They're R O U S S. You know what that means? The size. Flemish giant. It just walks around going. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll, I'll get the picture. Noise. We'll put it up, and uh, it's a ama- this thing is humongous. It's really what cool. Was his wow, name? his name is Darius. Darius, and he's had and he has two children called Jeff and Grace. He sang. They with expect Jeff that they the will rabbit. take over the record. He sang with Hootie. All right, <laughs> yeah, Darius wow. record. All right, last one. Oh, you got another one. I, I, one I must more. miscount. Okay, go ahead. Well, I didn't give you a number. That's cool. I had we more. did say fun for We told four you facts. four, but okay, go ahead. That's all right. <laughs> well, I have six, but I'm only going to do five. <laughs> because six doesn't start with F. Five fun, fiery facts. Here we go. Last one. Anyone want to guess how large the largest Easter egg hunt ever was? How many eggs do you think oh. was shared at the 348,000. Three million eggs. 76 billion <laughs> <laughs> Five hundred and one thousand, half a million eggs were uh, wow. were at wow, uh, wow, search wow. for by just under ten thousand children. But the what thing was, say? I said three million. But the thing I was, was closest. it was on a regular lawn, so they're easy to find. You're knee deep in eggs. from a helicopter. No, they've done those, and those are really awesome. I've never been to one of those, but I've always wanted to. I just think they're cool. Yeah, my I've had some friends who've done those and they've dropped like five thousand eggs. You got to set your goals higher. Okay. I, I think that yeah. I want to get blue shoelaces someday. I can't to watch wait. a helicopter egg drop. Well, there you go. There's <laughs> your dream. fun facts. <laughs> well, thank you, Matt. Wow, that's cool. That's interesting. And you know what, what I did like? You want is, me to do? No, hey, that's perfect. Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered in. No, this no, day. that's that's exactly okay. what I wanted. Okay. Good job. Take it easy. Stop being so so sensitive. I do love Jesus, guys. (laughs) I do. I promise. Uh, well, we're never doing that segment again. Yeah, we'll, we'll do fun facts, but we'll we'll make them fun. Duct tape, Uh, Lindsay. Now, how many hairs? All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, you guys. That's was its ears. Well, thanks, Matt. We'll we'll just keep honing in that in and getting a little bit sharper, getting a little sharper. It won't always be about Easter, Matt. Just so you know. All right, it'll be before Christmas. What's the world's largest chocolate egg? (laughs) So, (laughs) you're so weird. I actually have that. It weighed fifteen thousand pounds. (laughs) It was sixty-eight feet in the largest part of its diameter. Wow. I, wow. I love you, but... I got extras. No. no, 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 no. We're moving on right, to right. our special next jelly bean was made for Ronald Reagan. What? what? We're, we're breaking to a Tornado commercial. warning? Is that it, Mike? Okay, <laughs> we got to get out of here. We're breaking to a commercial break. Blueberry. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, hey, thanks, Matt, for most of that. And I uh, appreciate you uh, pulling out that new segment. We're going to use that more often um, and uh, come up with different facts and if it doesn't get better we'll come up with different people but uh, anyway, <laughs> i'm kidding man that was good that was good listen obviously being uh just before easter i thought we would talk a little bit about um resurrection sunday 
And uh, uh, the first thing I wanted to do to kind of break the ice is ask you what kind of memories do you have about Easter Sunday? What, you know, give me one, give me something that hits you that you go, I always remember we used to whatever. So let's start with you, Tove. Yeah. What kind of memories do you have about Easter Sunday? Uh, actually, our Easter Sunday started on Thursday growing up. We would do um, a washing of the feet at our church and have a meal all together and then go into another service for Good Friday. That was very solemn. And then uh, Sunday morning, my parents would wake us up and we'd come to the table and there'd be like candy and stuff. And we'd have cinnamon rolls usually, uh, which was awesome. And then going to church all together, my mom nice. uh, definitely every year bought me a brand new shirt. And so I, I still do that to this day. I'll go get myself an Easter shirt. Yeah, yeah. So I've done that a lot. We'll see yeah. what happens no, this this upcoming Sunday. Yeah, very cool. Lindsay Lou. I'm like thinking of one Easter in particular that kind of encapsulates my whole Easter childhood. Okay. And mom or you. You ate my candy, dad. <laughs> <laughs> we'd get up. Mom or you would always have a new dress for me. And um, we our Easter baskets would be hidden somewhere in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have to go yeah. find them in the living room. Nice. And then we'd go to church and mom would make lasagna for lunch because yeah. that's like our holiday dish it seems to be so and yeah i just i don't know that's just was we always my had, favorite we always had a a good um worship we went to church too that was in yeah. there so. yeah 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 we always had a good worship <laughs> and make sure yeah we always got your kids new clothes on easter yeah, yeah. i still Matthew. do that for my kids yeah yeah I, I think my favorite one was i was in uh like fourth or fifth grade we would go to my grandma Mabel's house and she went over the top for egg hunts. And yeah. it just was a fun day for egg hunts. No for kidding. Egg hunts. Well, yeah. we'd wake up and we'd go to church. And so it was pretty cool. My dad, my step, my dad, and my mother were split. And so I'd actually get to see everyone in one day. It was really cool. We'd get up, we'd go to church, uh, sing. And that was always fun. And then go to my grandma's house after church. And she would just go over the top. She'd put like this one year. It was just like, my mom was like, Hey, hey, Grandma Mabel, you can chill out a little bit. But she literally was like hiding, like, like just she must have gotten rolls of quarters. Yeah. And you'd get like two yeah. or three bucks. Some of the eggs had <clears throat> numbers in them, and there was like a prize table. It just was a great time. And she always went over the top, dying eggs. I don't know how she did that with so many kids. I get stressed out with just two, but uh, but man, it just nice. was a blast. It was always awesome. Cool. What about you, Nikita? Tell us, get up to your news Nikita mic. Hang on. Wait till we click record on your face. Wait. Ugh, I changed already. It's so fine. What? You're you. We're not a news I'm me. Okay. Um, I don't really have that many. Okay, sit down, Nikita. <laughs> 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 and done. No, well, like I told you guys, I, I wasn't raised in the church. But I remember we did have to get up early. Okay, put your dress on. Let's go to church. I'm like, <laughs> hey, no, this is a good perspective. And, yeah. and sat in church for five hours, and I was like, "Oh, wow, yeah, five hours." It was it was pretty long. I'm just like, "Man, <laughs> you guys complain about me." I know. That's why when we found the church like that, I was like, "Oh, thank God, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only here for an hour. I can go eat lunch at twelve, <laughs> not at four not, p.m. Not not dinner at five. Yeah. But it was it was good. But lately, I've been enjoying our Easter experience. I said yeah. Nestor and I are going to do announcements on Easter, which is mm -hmm. going to be cool. Yeah. So awesome. Nice. Yeah, we're going to have fun. Good. Thanks. How about you, Mike? <laughs> trying to remember i think the one easter that i remember i was like oh man is my parents would do the whole easter basket thing uh -huh. and put stuff in there um we didn't go to service i didn't go to church back to church until you know my parents were catholic so i don't remember us going to easter service but um until i was in my middle school years when i started going back to church but um having a Van Halen CD, Van Halen 2 album. I was like, oh, I was young. I was. You I was, probably thought that was something. I was like, oh, my oh, yeah. gosh, a CD in the Easter basket. I have arrived. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Very cool. Well, I'll tell you some, uh, just a little bit about when I was growing up. Um, I went to Central Christian Church in Toledo, Ohio, small church. Um, and uh, on Easter Sunday, we always had sunrise service. All right, so you get up. And um, go early, 
like at six o'clock or whatever to church. And then we'd have a breakfast usually at the church. And then we still had like an hour or two before church would start. So we would come home and people would come over our house and my dad would literally show, I kid you not, home movies and vacation slides. Hmm. And people would sit and watch these people from our church. And it's not about them. It's about our family. And they're showing them, the, oh, look at that. Is that the Grand Canyon? <laughs> oh, listen, I'm, I, and I look back on it going, man, if if Resendi's called me and said, hey, on Easter between services, why don't you come on over? I got movies of Owen. Yeah, I'm cool. Thanks. You know, <laughs> but that's what my parents would do. They'd show these movies, but we do that. And then we go back to church um, and uh, have service. And then we come back and um, have a nice meal. I remember I always used to love it because usually my friends that were in the youth group, their parents would come over for that. And so we'd hang out. That's cool. And uh, so that that's my Easter memory. I, you know, I don't remember new clothes or anything like that. But you got to remember, when I was a kid, I started wearing a suit in like the second grade, and I didn't stop wearing a suit to church until I was in my 30s. So, um, you know, I that's just the way I was raised. So um, I didn't get new clothes or anything like that. But uh, Easter has some real fond memories um, that I have thoroughly enjoyed over the years. Tried to create some with our family, you know, just little things. Um, I always encourage families out there to create traditions and uh, create some memories for your kids um, so that when they're 60 years old, they remember them, you know. And uh, so I encourage you to do that if you haven't done that yet, okay? So I want to talk to you a little bit about Easter if I can. I heard a saying years ago that said there would be no Christmas if there was no Easter. Mm. And, you know, in the church and in, in uh, not the church necessarily, but in people's lives, a lot of times, there's much more emphasis on Christmas, you know, commercially um, and everything. There's just a huge, but truthfully, Christmas would be meaningless if Easter wouldn't have taken place, if the resurrection wouldn't have taken place. Years ago in the early 90s, a man named Bernhard Longer, um, he's a professional golfer. I had the privilege to meet him a few years ago here in Richmond. Great guy. He's a Christian. He won the Masters. And I remember hearing an interview with him, and the Sunday that he won it was actually Easter Sunday. And he said this. He said, to be a Christian, Easter Sunday means everything when we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I remember him saying that. And the middle part is what I want to kind of hit on. Easter Sunday means everything. You know? And, And I think that the church's focus on Easter really elevates. I think we we get pretty intense, right? We get pretty um, pretty uh, focused for. We start talking about Easter back in November, right? And we're saying, okay, let's think about this. What are we going to do here? And um, so it's been it's been a high focus. It wears everybody out. Um, everybody's on high alert on Sundays, you know, we are paying attention to everybody walking around, shaking hands and making sure this happened, this happened. Lindsay is just wiped on Easter afternoon. I know when she comes over the house, we have a dinner and then the next thing you know, Lindsay's crashed on the couch. And, um, so we just wear ourselves out. But the truth is Easter Sunday to a Christian does mean everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Have you ever heard of Watchman Knee? Yep. Fantastic. Yeah, Watchman Nee was a, um, uh, I think he was from China or Singapore, I can't remember, but he was a missionary, he was a Christian, and he ended up being thrown into political prison, and his story goes, this is back in the 70s, his wife um, died while he was in prison, he wasn't even able to go to the funeral, and just a few weeks before he was released, he died in prison. Mm-hmm. And I think it was in 72, something like that. But Watchman Nee had a state. I, I always remember this. I've used it in sermons in the past. Our old history ends with the cross. Our new history begins with our resurrection. Mm-hmm. It is the changing point. It is the pivotal point. And I think we all understand that. We all agree with it. But I'm going to share something with you that you may not know. I shared this with Lindsay in the car on the way over. Do you know what is considered the oldest book in the Bible? Not allowed to say it because I heard it this morning. It's Job. I was going to say Job. Mm-hmm. Job is considered right the oldest book in the Bible. All right. 
And but there's a verse in there in the 19th chapter, the 25th verse. And I want you to listen to this. This is Job, oldest book in the Bible. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and that at the last day he will stand upon the earth. Mm, that is fantastic. Now, this is before <laughs> even prophecy about Jesus, mm -hmm. right? For I know my Redeemer lives. You see, Job talks about a lot of things in the Bible or in his that, that are hard to come up with answers. Let me give you a couple. He's in verse uh chapter 14, verse 10. He says, Man dies and is laid low, man breathes his last. Where is he? You know, and in same chapter he says, If a man die, will he live again? Hmm. These are pretty deep questions. Yeah. But then he goes into that, I know my Redeemer lives, with a cry of faith. You see, he's perplexed. If, as you read that, you'll see he's perplexed about a lot of things about God. Why is it working out this way or whatever? If a man dies, will he live again? He's obviously thinking about his own death, right? But then in that, right there, and he says, but I know my Redeemer lives. Mm. Now, I want to touch on something there besides the fact that um, he says, I know my Redeemer lives. How would he say that? Well, the only way is through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Right. Holy Spirit influence, right? Yeah. Now, I want you to get the first two words. I know. He didn't say, I hope. He didn't say, I wish. He didn't say, I think. He said, I know. My Redeemer lives. He points with certainty. The, the solution to all his problems, all these questions, is the fact that his Redeemer lives. The ultimate answer to all these questions, the old persistent questions, the new coming questions, the questions we're facing now is the fact that his Redeemer lives, that our Redeemer lives. And we know that. We celebrate on Easter because we know. We don't mm -hmm. hope. That's right. We don't dream. We don't wish. We know. The Christian can be confident in that. God in Christ is top of everything else. He right. lives. He wouldn't be God if he didn't live, would he? Right. He has conquered the great enemy. Romans 1 says this. He is declared to be the son of God with power by the resurrection from the dead. In other words, his declaration of power is the resurrection. And we can know this. So what's it mean to you and I? If we can know it, if we can proclaim it with certainty, if we can stand without argument and say, no, I know, what does this mean? Well, a lot like Job, in spite of every argument to the contrary, and a lot of people have arguments uh, to, to the resurrection, um, we can know and we can show that. God's plan for the believer is that the testimony of the Holy Spirit will open one's, one, uh, one's eyes to see that God, uh, evidence of God's power and authority in the resurrection. You see, we don't do it on our own strength. I think one of the greatest problems we have sometimes with the resurrection or with the miracles or anything like that, or with saying we know, is we feel like we have to prove it like in a court of law. But I truly believe that the power and the ability to know comes through the Holy Spirit. Hmm. When I tell people, when I'm talking to them, and maybe about coming to Christ or being baptized or whatever, you know, when they struggle with the, I don't know, I don't know, I always say, well, then I'm going to ask you to pray to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to convince you. Mm -hmm. See, the Holy Spirit, you can see in Scripture, right, that the Spirit poured out on people that even weren't believers, right? Mm -hmm. And so the Holy Spirit can pour out on people who are saying, okay, I'm willing to search, I'm willing to seek. And if you want to be able to say without any um, hesitation, I know that my Redeemer lives. It comes through the power of the Spirit of God. Now, if you're out there and you're listening to this, I think we're really good at, um, as Christians, saying, oh, yes, I believe in the resurrection and all that, but we think that there's either no proof or that we'd have to study deeply and find all this evidence of it and all that kind of stuff. And I want to tell you that it starts in your prayers and asking God, to fully convince you 
that your Redeemer lives. That's where it starts. God's agenda is that we come to know him Mm -hmm. and know that he lives. That's God's agenda for all of us, okay? He doesn't want us to guess. He doesn't want us to suppose. He doesn't want us to wish, and he doesn't want us to wonder. He wants us to know. One of my dad's favorite hymns, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this wasn't his favorite, but it was one of his favorite. It was an Easter hymn. And if you if you sang hymns when you were young, you sang this on Easter. It's called He Lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. All right. But the last finale, the last statement says this. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And I always remember that. People going, well, how do you know? Well, because he lives within me. All right? That's the Holy Spirit work, right? That he lives within us. In your heart and in my heart, the Christian knows that Jesus is alive, that Jesus that we know that Jesus still works, that Jesus still functions, that Jesus still changes lives. As he promised, as we receive him into our lives, he does the work, right? I've said it before, and I'll say it a thousand times. You cannot encounter Christ and not have life change. If you see somebody who says there's a Christian and they've never had any real life change in their life, they may have encountered a church, they may have encountered a truth, but they've yet to encounter Christ. You cannot have Christ in your life without evidence of it to you and most of the time to others, right? Mm-hmm. But you definitely know. Yeah. You don't have to fake it. You know it. All right. The secret to joyous living lies in knowing that whatever happens, Christ is real and Christ does his stuff. Yeah. Right? To me, that's Easter Sunday. It is a declaration. My Savior lives. He not only rose from the dead. He not only came out of that tomb, but he lives today. Have you ever thought about that miracle? Yeah. Eternal life. We don't think about eternal life often, but he lives today. Okay. And so I know that because of what's happened in my life. And we know it as pastors, when we see a change in other people's lives and we go, wow, God is so good. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know about you, but um, I pray all week about Sunday service coming up. I always pray, Lord, make yourself known. Um, give evidence of you throughout that that day. And people that are seeking you, um, I pray that they see you, sense you, hear you, feel you, whatever way he wants to manifest himself to people uh, that are truly seeking the Lord. Because I really believe that and you've heard me say it a thousand times, our goal is not to get people to encounter kindred. I don't want to get them to encounter Rod. I want to get them to encounter God. Because if they encounter God, that's where their life will change. That's where nothing remains the same. When we come together on Easter Sunday, on Resurrection Sunday, I prefer to call it, we are hoping not just to have a bunch of people there not just to have a bunch of people there who aren't used to going to church like Nikita was when she was a kid, you know, but we're hoping to have people there who come and they encounter God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. So the first hope is that we're hoping that God is there. Right. Right. Jesus come. So if you, if you want to be praying for kindred for uh, resurrection Sunday, if you're listening out there, I want to challenge you and just ask God to show up. God show up that Sunday. Whether we have, you know, four or four hundred, I know I want God to show up. And we're just going to give him our best. And he may take us in a different direction. Um, you know, when, when Chris was getting ready, uh, when we were singing Sunday, um, we just started worship and I walked over to him and I said, listen, it's easy to sit here and be thinking about your message. And I hope this illustration goes off well or whatever. And I said, but you need to just get lost in this worship 
and just trust that God will take you. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit will take you. Right? Because we can prepare. Lindsay's preparing a great worship service, right? I'm, I'm already thinking about my sermons, my sermon on that Sunday, and we're, we've been preparing for months about what our fellowship's going to be like. We, we just got the little gifts for the kids and the guests and all that. You can prepare and prepare and prepare, but it'll fall flat on its face if God doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening out there, repairing that, God shows up that day so that people will know that their Redeemer lives. Right. That's Easter to me. Any thoughts or closing comments before we close out our session today? The thing that comes to mind, uh, I listened to a John Piper uh, podcast, and this particular series was about just questions from people. And someone asked him, are there miracles today? And I thought, oh, that's that's kind of a cool, I'd love to hear his perspective. And he approached it so differently than uh, I thought he was. And he said, hey, you know, I'm happy to talk about that, but I think we got to, like he said, I do believe in miracles. And the big, the, I want to start with the biggest proof of, uh, of God's miraculous work. And he said, and that is what the Holy Spirit does for us at the point of salvation. It takes the old and it makes new. Mm-hmm. It brings about life change in a way. And uh, just back to what you're saying, it is the point. It is the moment. And that's just what I keep thinking. And, and I think we downplay, like we just think, wow, I get to go to heaven or wow, my sins are erased. But if you just think about how completely and utterly changed we are when we encounter mm-hmm. God, it, it truly is the mm-hmm. greatest miracle that God does in people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. I know Josh and I, a long time ago now, struggled with fertil- like infertility for a while. And... um just sitting here talking about it, it's just reminding me. I remember when the morning we found out we were pregnant with my oldest, Judah, it was Resurrection Sunday. And I remember seeing that pregnancy test and like falling to my knees. And was it just the reality of what God has done for me spiritually here was like a physical manifestation of it. And I felt it deep in my bones differently than I had before, just a new level of understanding, like. God resurrected me spiritually and here he's resurrecting my body. Mm. And, um, how cool I just, I don't know, thinking about that and you talking about miracles, just there's something really, really special about encountering the Holy spirit and encountering God. And there's the spiritual transformation and the, like he doesn't leave one part of your life untouched. Mm. So that's just, You know, one of my favorite parts of that story, and I'm not taking any credit whatsoever, but just the week before was obviously Palm Sunday, and I was in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And I remember contacting Mark on the phone saying, I'm having my Palm Sunday service overlooking Jerusalem. What are you doing today? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but um, I went to the Wailing Wall, which is the prayer wall in Jerusalem. And there's a practice that you have a piece of paper and you can write a prayer request and you stick it in the cracks of that wall while you pray. And I wrote on there, God, please let Lindsay get pregnant. And stuck it in that wall. Then the very yeah. next Sunday, they came in and told us, no, I'm not taking any credit. Don't get me wrong. But I just remember that we are so like-minded as a family. Mm-hmm. And uh, God honored prayers. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a really, really mm-hmm. awesome Easter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, boy, what a... What a choice. And I wasn't allowed to tell anybody. <laughs> I was like, oh, you think that's great? Well, I'm no, I can't. How is that not the Easter story you pull out? <laughs> <laughs> you talked about a basket? Come on. You yeah. got Judah. I'm just yeah. I did get Judah. That's a great story. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, listen, guys, I can't wait till Easter Sunday. I can't wait to worship with you guys. I know Lindsay's got a great set for us and and um, we're just going to have a fantastic time. If you're listening out there, I just want to encourage you to be praying for that Sunday. Um, come in, enjoy yourself, enjoy the worship, seek to encounter God, prepare yourself before you get there. Uh, that's always a big rule, and I tell staff to do that all the time. Be prepared before you walk in, you know, get yourself ready. So, Uh, prepare yourself before we get there we're looking forward to seeing you as we celebrate resurrection sunday um april 4th 2021 how cool is it to be together right yeah i'm so excited 
That is so cool. Well, Lindsay. Yep. Why don't you tell us what's going on at Kindred? Well, we've got some stuff going on at Kindred here. All right. <laughs> so, no, our children's pastor, Good intro. Pam. There you go. Where'd you come up with that? Our children's pastor, Pam, um, has done a really cool thing and has made a bunch of kindred play dates at different parks all over the Richmond area. She is so good. Isn't she, she is. The last one we went to, there was like, what, 20 kids there or something? Yeah, it was a great turnout. So there's one yeah, coming among up. among the 500 kids. Yeah, it was a really was busy day at the park. Like, Pam, can Woo. we pick a place that has more kids? Because I don't feel like we have enough kids here. Well, the next one, um, if you've got kids and you live in the RVA area, is um, April 17th. We're going to J.B. Watkins at 10 a.m. So bring your elementary kids. Is that an ice cream kids. store? It's an elementary, elementary. school. Oh, like, yeah. huh. um, and then we've got some really cool men's and women's conferences coming up. The Heart of the Warrior is a men's conference. I know we've got a group going. That's yep. April 29th through May 2nd. And then there's a women's one that's from the same group, Zoe, um, and it's called The Deepening Weekend. And that's April 8th through the 11th. So you can find out more about that uh, awesome. come Sunday and you'll find out more. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. And uh, I'm not going to be going to the Heart of the Warrior. Um, Pastor Matt is. Yeah. And um, I, I think it's great. And um, and I hope that we have a good turnout for the ladies yeah. as well. Um, and to hear the testimonies come back, we sure have heard testimonies from Ryan and Kevin and them, how mm-hmm. great that weekend was. Yeah. Um, and uh, Kevin gives it a lot of testimony about how it's changed his life. Yeah. And we've been going through the book, Heart of the Warrior, and it's kind of oh, that's right. On we're Tuesday nights, we're yeah. going to lead right up to it, and we didn't mean to, but it just happened that way. And and it's amazing what God has already been doing in people. Awesome, lives. yeah, that's awesome. I think it's going to be great. And then we have our Easter service. Yeah, ten, 10 o'clock. A.m. Only one of them this April year, April fourth. So I've never been to the church where we did us. two, and then we went back to one. <laughs> but I want <laughs> you to know so why we did. We just got more room. Um, so it's going to be a it's going to be a fun day. So I hope you come out. The kids get a little gift. Yeah. Um, Grown-ups uh, yeah. get a couple gifts. Yeah, we'll have a professional photographer there. Oh, that's right. We're going to have a photographer. If you so want to get your families can, family can get yeah. an Easter. They're wearing their Sunday best. Come in and get a picture. Um, and that's all free. So, yeah, I forgot about that. That's yeah. right. Alicia's coming in to do some pictures. So yeah, she's fantastic. So uh, how cool is that? How cool is that? Well, thanks so much, you guys, for being here. Um, thank you for listening out there. We want to see you every Sunday at 10163 Hull Street um, at 10 a.m. We meet there. And don't forget, La Roca Church meets at 2 o'clock on Sunday mm-hmm. uh, afternoon. And uh, we just love to see you out there sharing with us and worshiping with us. Until we see you again, have a great day. God bless. You've been listening to the Kindred 360 podcast. If you would like to hear more, be sure to check out our additional podcast, Extra 360. And be sure to subscribe to the Kindred 360 podcast to stay up to date with our most current episodes. We want to thank you for listening today and have a blessed week ahead.